One of the main complaints that I heard from women um, at midlife when I was a therapist and a coach is there is a point we reach where there is a feeling of stuckness. And I have come to understand that as actually our own sort of ability to manage our lives well, meaning that we have figured out what we like and don't like. We go to the bookstore and we know what section we like. We know what movies we like. We know what kind of people we like. We know what parties we want to go to and which ones we want to avoid. And so we've, we've designed our lives around often what we don't want, but we've also designed it around what works well for us. There's not as much that's new. There's a little bit, maybe a lot less discovery. I noticed this with like movies. I remember thinking, God, where are all the movies? I used to love movies. But I realized that when I watch a movie now, I know the formula. I know exactly how the romantic movie is gonna end. I know exactly how the action adventure, we're gonna have the car scene, the cars are gonna flip, everything's gonna be on fire, and then we're all gonna be happy and everyone's gonna be in love. And you just learn the formulas, there's not that many surprises. But I believe that if we are willing to do some inner work and really focus on what is left, which is what do we want? And then we create our own adventure from the inside. So I think life becomes a lot more fun this way. But I wanna talk about how I view want as a divine call to uh, becoming something new, to becoming more of who you used to be or who you're meant to be. So I want to make an argument for that today. And one of the ways that I would ask you to think about this is when you make your list of wants, and again, this is for kind, compassionate women at midlife. This isn't for everybody. But for most of us at this point, when we write down what we want and we ask ourselves, what is the source of that want? Because what I've noticed is when women write down what they want, what they really want, this is not dark stuff, right? It's not, I want my neighbors to suffer and I really want to make everybody feel bad and I just, I want revenge. I don't think so. Look at your want list and ask yourself, is that coming from a dark place or is that coming from a light? And if you can answer that it's coming from a light, then isn't it possible that is a divine light and that is meaningful. And it isn't necessarily that you're meant to get that thing, but I believe that it is a light on a path that you're meant to move towards. And through that process, you become who you're meant to become. But, okay, let me see what else I wrote down here. Yeah, what I just said. <laughs> I believe it is the path to who you are becoming. If you're willing to accept the call, pay attention to it, pull it up, look at it, write it down, think about it. And you may have a ton of them, but choose one and go towards it, okay? Let's see what else I have here for us today. I have lots of tape. Okay, what gets in the way of these wants? The second we write down a want, what comes up is all the primitive brain activity, okay? Which is the thoughts, the why you can't, why you shouldn't, why it'll never happen, right? That just becomes like big because there's a, there's a reason if you want something that you don't have it yet. 
And that reason we'll talk about in a minute, but the main part of that reason is your primitive brain. And I want to clarify that your primitive brain is not the enemy of you. The primitive brain is the survival brain. It's the part of us that we need. It keeps us alive. It keeps us safe. It has in general our survival and, our, and has good intentions for us. However, it is the enemy of your dreams because your dreams will require you to overcome its messages. Your dreams will require you to overcome the messages of the primitive brain. The messages of the primitive brain are always to keep you safe, to keep you doing what you did yesterday, to not think in the future, to not go big, to not feel all the scary feelings you're going to definitely feel on the way to becoming yourself. So it is not the enemy of you. I want to be clear about that. It's not an evil source, but at the same time, it will keep you small. It is the animal part of you that wants to keep you just doing what you did yesterday and keep you safe. Okay, it's the enemy of your dreams because you won't get your dreams unless you identify and work intentionally against the urges of the primitive brain. This is how the primitive brain shows up. So when I talk about the primitive brain, it shows up in urges, especially in if you're in a weight loss journey of any kind. It'll feel like a urgency to go get something, right? It's basically saying it's overriding your brain and saying, go now, get the food, get the drink, stop this activity, get out of the party, get out of the situation. Whatever it is, it's like a panic. And so to move towards your dreams will mean learning to understand what those are, developing skills to override that, which you can do a hundred percent once you understand what they are and you have an intention and you have a divine light that you are following. You have a good reason. It comes in whispers like, oh, maybe we'll do that tomorrow, not today. Maybe we don't need that. We don't need to go to that party. We don't need to make that phone call. We don't, we certainly don't want to commit to any sort of eating plan. Not today, tomorrow. It comes as habit, as autopilot. It wants you to just do the thing you did yesterday. Your brain, your primitive brain is wired to conserve energy. And so it's not going to want to do something new and different and unfamiliar. So working, working against the primitive brain means working against habit and autopilot, which is hard. The primitive brain also shows up in negative thoughts about you, but I want to distinguish the, just the general negative thinking about you. The primitive brain will have negative thoughts about you with, if you are in a food, in a weight loss situation, it'll be a, offer a food solution. If you're a drinker like I was, it'll offer a drink solution. So this is how you can identify the primitive brain is using your history and your thinking to get you to stop doing what you're trying to do, to get you to go back to what you used to do. So it'll say, oh, this is uncomfortable. Let's get some food. Oh, this is uncomfortable. Let's leave the party. Oh, this is uncomfortable. Let's get a drink. So you can identify it if it's offering a solution that is against your divine call. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to keep going. As I always talk about, to make a change, to go forward, to, um, take to accept the invitation of the divine call towards something you want will require willingness. And I believe all of this is about boundaries because what boundaries are you willing to honor in order to 
follow your divine call because boundaries will be required. You will be required to say no to some people, to disappoint some people, to say no to things that are familiar, to do some unfamiliar things. That's boundaries. It's what you say yes to and what you say no to. But you, if you have a yes, that's 100% a yes, I am going towards this light. I'm going to believe in it. I'm going to act on it. Then the no's become more easy to identify. Like if that is anything that's getting in the way of that is going to be a no. And then it's the art of deciding how to express that kindly. Okay. What, do you, what boundaries are you willing to honor? And here's the big one. You know I'm going to say it. What emotions are you willing to experience? This is the becoming part. This is the adventure. What am I willing to feel on the way? And I believe that is why you have the want. I believe that is why you are in this process so that you can learn to encounter yourself and your own emotions, which are also divine and keep you out of the practices that are numbing or escaping or avoiding or hiding you from you. And so when you set those boundaries and you're willing to feel something, the feeling of judgment of other people, your own judgment, your own self-doubt, your own fear and anxiety and discomfort, physical discomfort, emotional discomfort. What are you willing to feel? Because if you have a divine call towards something that you want, it's not going to just be handed to you. You will earn it. And it's a beautiful thing to earn. And it doesn't even matter if you get it or not, ultimately, although I believe you will if you don't give up, but it's who you become. Because think about who you are if you understand yourself and how to move through boredom and anxiety and rage, all those things that you've probably been avoiding or else you'd have that thing you want. Okay, what are you willing to experience? All right, last one. The divine call is the call or the invitation to expand your higher consciousness because everything I just said requires you to live in the higher consciousness rather than the animalistic primitive brain. Most humans live more in the primitive brain. We get up and we do what we did yesterday. We get up and we try to avoid pain. We get up and we try to escape pain. But to live in the higher consciousness is to say, I'm going to see who I might be, who I am being called to be, what might become of my life if I learn how to identify the activity of the primitive brain, to identify that it's not evil, but to also identify that it will absolutely be the enemy of my dreams of the highest self and that I am called in my opinion, that then is the only answer. We are all called to overcome our animal nature, to live as spiritual beings in the higher consciousness. Okay. And this is how you do it, by setting boundaries with your primitive brain, which is why I teach boundaries. I was teaching a group the other day of women that are in a weight loss process, and one of them said, I just don't want to disappoint people. And I thought... That is the reason that I believe weight loss and many other things that we want but don't have yet are about boundaries. Because if you won't be, aren't willing to disappoint other people, if you aren't willing to say no to another person, you're not going to be willing to say no to your primitive brain and vice versa. If you don't, if you don't have the capacity to say no to your primitive brain, you won't say no to other people who want your time and your energy and what happens to your dreams. If you have, if you are willing to develop the skill of boundaries and then apply that to the primitive brain, 
you will be on the path, the divine call. And then you just follow that and you get what you want or you decide halfway there, I don't think I want that anymore. But now I know even what I want even more. And you just keep going. This is the fun of being past midlife and you don't need movies for to get it, right? It's all happening inside. And then you get the glory of becoming who you are meant to become.